Recently, I had an experience with credit card fraud that caused so much unnecessary stress and anxiety. I spent hours on the phone and in chats with my credit card company. I had to get two different cards before the fraud stopped and I was so worried about what was gonna happen to my money in my bank account. And I sometimes have the fear that it's gonna happen again, right? And that's why I'm so excited to introduce You Are The Healer's newest sponsor, Aura, an app for protecting online data and personal information. Cleaning up my information not only helps reduce the amount of spam I get, but it protects me from hackers who could use this information to help them access things like my social media accounts, bank accounts, and other sensitive information. Protecting yourself and your personal information is a form of self-care. I swear. Go to my sponsor, ara.com healer to get a 14-day free trial and have peace of mind knowing your information is safe. Again, that's ara, A-U-R-A, dot com slash healer for your two-week free trial. Therapy has been so largely beneficial on my mental health journey, and I'm really excited to announce that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you know me, you've probably heard me say that therapy is mandatory because there's absolutely nothing wrong with seeking help, and I think that every single person who walks this earth needs it. So I'm really excited to be connected with BetterHelp and offer affordable and accessible therapy um, the link will be in my show notes, or you can go to betterhelp.com slash healer. That's better com slash healer. Hey, hey, welcome back to You Are The Healer. I am so excited that you're here. If it's your first time listening, hi, my name's Sydney. I am a registered nurse. I've worked in mental health my whole nursing career, and I'm super excited to come at you with some education, story time. Um, And I really just hope you learned something from this experience. Before we get into the episode, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for everyone that is a loyal listener for tuning in. This practice, this podcast is so special to me. I'm so grateful that I have a place to voice my thoughts. I have so many thoughts and feelings, and I feel like this podcast is such a great way to share and to create, and it's just really exciting for me. So It would not be the same if I didn't have listeners, so thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And if you like this podcast, if you learned something from it or a past episode, share it with someone that you think might also benefit from it, then we can all be a part of this like positive ripple effect of change and growth and bettering ourselves so we can take care of ourselves and just gets me really amped up. So if you like the podcast, share, rate, subscribe. Do the things. Follow me on Instagram. It's at youarethehealer. It's also a link in my personal Instagram, at Sydney Rinder. All of the links to support me are always in all of the show notes. And even if you're just chatting with a friend about podcasts that you like, if you if you give me a shout out, that would be so awesome. I love the possibility of spreading my knowledge and my wisdom with as many people as possible. So again, I just want to start by saying thank you. I'm super amped up about this episode. I just had coffee, if you can't tell. I'm like, woo, let's go. And it's the morning. I feel like when I record in the morning, I'm more sharp and tuned in. I, these last couple weeks, I've been struggling with a topic to pick. And today it just hit me. That's usually how it goes on days when I know I'm recording. Like a topic comes at me and I'm like, all right, we're doing that. And um, the topic we're going to talk about this episode is spirituality and your higher self. And it's something that is so deeply tied into my mental health journey. I cannot wait to get into it and share it because I think not everyone is in touch with their spiritual side and it so relates to our mental health. But before we get into the nitty gritty 
of the episode, I'm going to start with my my low, my high, and my lesson. And just because I feel like I get three things I'm grateful for. So, my low is this season in my life, it is very clear to me that I am not supposed to be dating. Like, that is not the focus of this intention, of this season of my life. I have spent years of my life in relationships. And they've been wonderful. And being in relationships is great. I know, like, my gut is telling me that I need to be alone right now. And that's a low because it's almost like I'm not seeing the the benefit of it right away. And I, it's so easy to look at other people and be like, well, they're in a relationship and they're dating and they're having so much fun. But I know deep down that that would be a distraction for me and my, my purpose in life. Like, the longer that I stay single, the more creative I feel, the more I write and I record podcast episodes and things like that. So I know deep down this is what I'm supposed to be doing. However, being single, and I mean like really single, like my phone is so dry. <laughs> um, It, it kind of sucks. And I'm like bored and I would love a distraction in the form of a cute person. But I know that that's not what my highest self wants or needs right now. And so it's hard to trust um, it's hard to trust my my path, my alignment, um, because it's not easy. So that's my low. But I know, I know deep down, like this time that I'm taking out for myself is going to put me on a completely different path. And it's it's going to nourish me. And it's, it's like I'm playing the long game. Like I know that this investment now will absolutely pay off later. It's sometimes it's hard to see that. Oh, and Luna's saying hi. Hi, Luna. <sighs> I hope that got into the mic. She just meowed. Okay, <clears throat> my high. Oh my goodness. I could talk I could record a whole episode about this, but my high is I I am midway through the A Court of Thorns and Roses series right now. This is truly the first fantasy series I've read. You know, I've been a reader my whole life, but mostly just read like dystopian series and like I guess Harry Potter is the only thing that I would consider fantasy that I've read. Oh my god. This series I read the first one. I didn't, I thought it was okay. I was like, why is everyone hyped about it? Then I finished the second one and I literally 90% of my thoughts that day were about this book. Like I was not in touch with reality because I was so into this book series and now I'm reading the third one and I just love all the characters and I'm so excited. And it, it really, it's a high for me because it reminds me that like books and fantasy and storytelling, all of these things are like such a healing practice and I realized that this weekend like when I was having so many thoughts about this series and like not really thinking about my own life because honestly I don't have any real drama in my life right now so there's not much like to mull over in my head I guess and I just realized like books and stories and movies and and these things that people create they're a place for us to go somewhere else besides our current reality and it's really nice because I've been feeling kind of bored with my current life situations and there's this incredible series and this world and these characters that that are there for me at this time in my life and it just it was just really nice to to have somewhere else to go in my head and this whole world and then I also kind of realized like um everyday life is kind of boring um like no one can fly no one has powers no one's immortal like that's really boring and and I get it why 
you know, people read high fantasy books is because it's like a whole other realm for your brain to go to. And I've just really, really been enjoying it. So in summary, my high is good books, good books. Okay. Which also kind of takes me into the lesson that I'm learning. The lesson that I'm learning, or maybe a truth that I've come to realize is sharing, sharing your creativity is so important. And I had this thought because I'm like, what if this, this author that I love, Sarah J. Moss, what if she was too insecure about her work to share it? What if, I know J.K. Rowling's, you know, made her grave, but she did write Harry Potter, which is a phenomenal series. What if she listened to those, um, those editors when they told her, no, this isn't a good story because that happened to her multiple times. Harry Potter was like shut down. Like (laughs) sharing your, your creativity is so important and it's so scary at the same time. I know from, from sharing this podcast and sharing like writings that I've done, but when it resonates with people, it is such a powerful force that it almost doesn't matter how insecure or how hard it is to share it because what is on the other side is so substantial. And so this lesson that I'm learning is just inspiration for anybody out there. If you, I believe everyone's creative. If you say you're not creative, what do you like to do? What, what form of expression excites you? It can be movement. It can be dance. It can be writing. It can be art. It can be literally any form of self-expression. Please share it. Please share your art, share your work, share share your thoughts because we are all human beings that are experiencing this world and we feel alone a lot of the time and when people create anything any any art fashion whatever it is you make this world a more enjoyable place and you help people feel less alone so if you're sitting on a book that you read or that you wrote if you're sitting on a song that you produce and you're just scared to get it out there, please, I'm begging you, please get it out there because you have no idea who needs to hear it, who needs to see your art, and you have no idea how much it's going to resonate. And there's something so powerful on the other side of fear. Okay, that's my check-in. Are you ready to hear about spirituality? My own definition of spirituality is your relationship with your inner being and how you make meaning of your life, of your purpose in this world. And spirituality for me has really been tied into mental health because my relationship with myself was a big reason why my mental health wasn't great when I went experienced those lows in my life. And I'm really excited about this episode because spirituality is a concept that has brought me so much peace in my life. And I think it's, I don't want to say it's new because it's definitely not. I mean, it's ancient, but I feel like in the world that we live in now with everything fast paced and comparison and the the pursuit of being productive all of the time I feel like spirituality is something that is not valued especially in the way that our world is today and so I'm really excited to share it with you guys and maybe if someone's never heard of spirituality or they've never really felt called to it I'm really excited to to share my experience with you guys and and help you understand what it is and how you can connect with yourself so A more concrete definition of spirituality is it is a concept that pertains to your inner non-material dimensions of human existence. And there's multiple parts to spirituality. The first one I'm going to start with is a connection to something sacred, right? This could be your higher power. This could be your connection to a divine being. For me, it's, it's my higher self. And this is a kind of guiding force in your spiritual journey. And this could be 
I want to I start by saying religion and spirituality are different, um, but they have a lot of overlapping concepts. And so um, your connection to something sacred, that could be your faith, that could be your belief in whatever this, whatever this spiritual connection is. So this could be my trust in my higher self or my faith in divine timing. Um, that is an aspect of spirituality. And I'm going to use different terms like God, the universe, higher power, fill in the blank with whatever you want. It's all kind of the same idea. It's like this God force energy is what I'm talking about. And if you're already like, Sydney, this is a little too out there for me. I really encourage you to stick with it and see what you think. And the great thing about learning something or stepping out of your comfort zone is you learn about yourself throughout it. So even if you learn like, oh, spirituality, I don't think that's for me. Now you know that about yourself and you let yourself be open to a new experience. Um, I think being open-minded, non-judgmental is very important. And so even if this is something you're like, Sydney, what the heck is a higher self? Like, what are you even talking about? I really encourage you to just stay with me and stick it out and, and see how you feel afterwards. Another aspect of spirituality is seeking meaning, right? So you're trying to understand your life and your purpose. And this could be like asking questions like, why am I here? Which if any of us have experienced symptoms of like depression, you, you've asked yourself that you're like, what is my purpose? Like, why, why was I born? Like, and it can come from a negative self-talk era or area, but you can, you can channel that, that curiosity into something meaningful and into something positive and, and find your purpose through it, which is really exciting. That's Luna coming in to say hi. Hi, Luna. <laughs> okay. The next aspect of spirituality I want to talk about is inner transformation. And this for me is a big reason why it ties into my mental health journey, because there's different spiritual practices that are also mental health practices. And it's to transform yourself. It's to work through your wounds. It's to grow. It's to discover who you are and become self-aware. And so these things are like meditation. And, and you can meditate in a way that's not spiritual, but meditation is sitting down, shutting everything else out and, and paying attention to, your, to yourself, to your body, to your thoughts. And that in itself is a spiritual practice. There's also things like prayer. And like I said, this doesn't have to be religious. I pray all the time and I'm, I'm not like, you know, thank you, Lord, for this day. It's more, I, I don't, I don't pray to like God. It's like, I pray to the universe and I pray to my higher self. And I say like, you know, thank you for this experience. And, um, you know, I trust that, that my life is going to go where you intend to take me and, and things like that. And there's also, I mean, there's tons of spiritual practices and we'll get into different ones and hopefully you can find a routine for yourself. Actually, let's just do it now. Um, so my spiritual practice, it's basically my mental health routine as well, which I've talked about in another episode. I believe it was my episode on mental health habits and how to take yourself out of a rut. Um, so it's basically the same thing, my mental health habits and my spiritual habits. But every morning, right when I wake up, I say, hello, friend, <laughs> to myself. And and I, I feel my chest. I put one hand on my chest and I acknowledge my inner being. I'm like, hello, friend. And I just check in with myself. Like, how is my inner being doing? I just make sure that I know that it's there before I start anything else in my life. So that way I'm coming from a place of from my being and not from my human body. And then I usually journal. I get my thoughts out. And some journaling practices that I've been doing recently are I start my journaling page with high spirit. It's me, Sydney. 
and then I start by explaining the situation that I'm in currently. It's me, Sydney. I just woke up at 5 a.m. I have work today. Or it's me, Sydney. It's 7 p.m. I haven't journaled in three days and I feel like shit. Things like that. And then I like to meditate every day. Meditation is so good for me um, for so many reasons. But it really helps me focus on what's going on in my body and in, in myself because this world is so easy to focus on everything outside of yourself. And so meditation is like my favorite way to tap in to myself. And there's a million things that you can meditate on. YouTube is what I'm going to recommend because it's free. There's also a free app called Insight Timer, and that has a ton of meditations. Um, and you can look up higher self meditation, and it will connect you to this version of your higher self. And my understanding of higher self, it really came through this podcast that I listened to called Exo Higher Self. And it's basically the concept that, like, there's a version of you out there that has all of the answers. There's a version of you out there that is wise, that is all-knowing, that is tapped in with your intuition and that knows what to do in your situation. And so if you're ever lost or confused, you can take a minute and meditate and, and ask your higher self for guidance and for wisdom. And this concept and this idea has totally changed my relationship with myself and my spirituality because no longer am I looking for external sources for my own answers. I ask my higher self. And if you're like Sydney, what, what is a higher self? It is basically a concept that is like if an event diagram of spirituality and psychology, higher self is in the middle and it's how you can, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to explain. It's basically just a version of you that you can go to, to seek answers. I'm like, is that even a good definition? I don't know. It, it is a spiritual belief that there is a more elevated and transcendent version of your consciousness. Um, it's the truest, wisest, most spiritually connected version of you. And whenever I think of my higher self, I literally picture myself, but older. I like, have on this like gorgeous flowy outfit. I'm like barefoot outside with like gray hair, but I'm glowing and I'm happy and I just look so peaceful. And a, a good way to form your understanding of your higher self is to meditate and to visualize. Visualization is super important when it comes to your higher self because if you can close your eyes and see a, a crystal clear picture of your higher self, it it's easier to kind of go to them often and to buy into this new belief if you've never done something like this. So your higher self is someone, it's not, it's not you and your human version. It's kind of hard to explain. I'm doing my best. It's not you and your human version. It's not your personality. It's not your ego. It is the version of you that is transcended. It has all of the qualities that you desire. It has that deep sense of purpose. It has, it's connected. It's it's wise. You have love. You have compassion for yourself. And this is also a good concept because you can go to your higher self if you're not in a good space. If you are feeling like shit, if you are comparing yourself, you feel insecure, you can go to your higher self and literally visualize a conversation of your higher self giving you that love and compassion that you deserve. That's something that I do all the time. If I ever don't feel good, 
I think of my higher self and like, what would my higher self say to me right now? What would the version of me that's been through this, that has experienced all of these hardships and more say to me in this moment of a hard time? And that's something that's really, really helped me on my mental health journey is like being guided by a divine version of myself. The concept of higher self is so important to me because it helps you take back your power. And in that podcast that I started understanding my higher self in, XO Higher Self, the host of the podcast always says, like, you have the answers within yourself. Like, I'm not giving you answers. It's like a question and answer podcast. They, they say, you know, I'm not giving you the answers. I am encouraging you to seek the answers that you have within yourself. And that really resonates for me, especially in this podcast, because I so believe that we all have the ability to heal ourselves and to help ourselves. And that is a huge reason why I started this podcast is to inspire people to look within themselves. I don't want to be the person that you go to if you have a question, if you need answers. I want to help you understand that you are the person that you can go to if you're lost, if you're confused, if you're struggling, because you have the ability inside yourself. It's just not a concept that is talked about all the time. And I wish we learned things like this in school because we can all help ourselves. And right now we're in a world that needs so much help, like with our mental health and we're all struggling. And I think that if we all were taught this concept of your higher self and and meditation and spirituality, I think that we would all really do a lot better. But unfortunately, in the world that we live in, doing better isn't profitable. And our world is really based on profits which is so frustrating for me. Um, but that's, I mean, that's, I wouldn't have started this podcast probably if we didn't live in a world like that. So anyways, um, that is the concept of higher self. And, um, I'm really curious. I'll put a question in, um, the Spotify comments. You can ask like the audience a question, but I'm really curious to know what is your own definition of spirituality and, what is your relationship with your higher self? Do you know who your higher self is? This is a concept that you just recently heard of. And what are you going to do to cultivate that, that relationship with your higher self? Because it is so impactful. It's kind of like the concept of your inner child, but it's like the older, more wiser version of you. And so it's really this guiding force and it's, it's an incredible resource to tap into. And so that's why I'm so excited to talk about it. Okay. So I wanted to get into this concept called the wounded healer. And this is basically something that I learned about actually in spirituality group at the hospital that I work at. In order to fully understand what a wounded healer is now, we need to look at how we treat people that are quote unquote wounded in our society. So in terms of mental health, right? If you are mentally ill in our society now, you get put in a facility, you get put on medication, that you're supposed to take majority of the time for the rest of your life and you're kind of ostracized by society. And this is really backwards to me because in a lot of other cultures, if you were quote unquote mentally ill or wounded, you were seen as like a religious shaman. You were closer to the spiritual realm because you are experiencing these, these symptoms. Like let's say someone is, you know, hysterical, right? In other cultures, that is viewed as they are aware as to what's going on. They are spiritually awakened and therefore they can help people on their journey. 
But in the way that our world works now, if you fall symptom to these different mental health disorders, you are kind of seen as weak. You are seen as lesser than. And all of this stigma is what is preventing us from becoming wounded healers. And so this term is something that I recently learned and I really, really resonate with it because I consider myself a wounded healer and part of this podcast and and the message that I want to get across is you can use your wounds to not only heal yourself, but, but help other people heal themselves too. And so basically the term wounded healer is someone in a healing profession. This could be a nurse, a therapist, a shaman. This could be someone who practices like Reiki or meditation or yoga, some type of healing practice. When you yourself have experienced significant emotional or psychological trauma, challenges, or suffering. So you're taking that lesson and those personal struggles to become a better healer, to have empathy and insight and and an understanding of what people go through in your practice. So for me, this looks like I have struggled with my mental health, specifically when I was a teenager. And now I'm taking those those struggles, those lessons, those months of, of self-sabotage of, you know, poor coping skills. And I I now am able to be an incredible psych nurse to teenagers because I was there. I know the pain. I know the suffering. They don't even have to explain it to me. And so the wounded healer is this concept. And I really wanted to bring it up in the spirituality episode because what if we took our wounds and our trauma and our lesson and we not only helped ourselves, but we helped other people too? What if the world worked that way? I think there's so much power that comes from learning a lesson and there's so much power from a story and from a struggle and from personal trauma. And if our world moved from institutionalizing people who are quote unquote wounded and we almost gave them a platform. We gave them a microphone. We said, help us. What did you learn? How did you heal? How can you help me heal? I think that would be so powerful and so impactful. And that's kind of why I like having my own podcast because I can kind of do that in my own little way. You know, I would love to completely redesign the mental health care system. But this isn't even, the term wounded healer doesn't even need to be about mental health. It's any type of wound. So let's say you're, you're a cancer survivor. You can take all those lessons and the hardship and and the struggle that you went through and you can use that to help other people. And there's just so much untapped potential with this wounded healer concept because of the way that things are set up. And I really want to inspire you, anyone listening, and and this could be like a, a butterfly effect. You could share this episode with someone who also has wounds and also has an interest in healing. And so we can encourage each other to kind of go against the status quo and use our struggles and our trauma to help other people. I think that is exponential. I think there's so much potential there. And so I want to encourage you, look at your wounds. Look at ways that you've experienced trauma. Look at the pain and suffering in your life. And and this relates to spirituality because it's like, how can you make meaning of these wounds? How can you, how can you turn it into a lesson? Because life gives you so many challenges. There is no shortage of psychological trauma in this world. There is none. I think literally everyone has experienced something like this. And so if we take our spirituality, if we help ourselves make meaning of our experiences, as we say, okay, this was the hand I was dealt, 
what sense do I make of it? What lesson have I learned? And how can I help other people once I have healed from that? And I want to have a little caveat and say that healing is not linear and healing, there's no end point. And that's another reason why I'm so fired up about this podcast is because there is no, there's no end point. You can continue to heal wounds. And usually when there's this concept, I don't know if it's in spirituality or maybe the healing community, when you're healing, it's like an upward spiral and there's lessons along the way of the spiral. And so you could heal, let's say you get to like a medium level of healing and you hit that wound And you're like, okay, I'm working through it. I'm doing my spiritual practices. I'm going to therapy. I'm doing what I need to do to heal that. The spiral is going to come up and it's going to continue to hit in the same spot where that wound is. But you're coming from a more healed perspective. And so it's like, oh, wow, this thing is coming up again. I'm going to learn something new from it this time. And it's that repeated process of when you think that you're completely healed, bam, that old wound comes back up and you learn new things from it. But you're constantly spiraling higher and you're learning more and having more peace and more connectedness and understanding of your experiences. And so this concept really relates to spirituality because if if we weren't curious about ourselves and if we weren't trying to understand and make meaning and have purpose, then we wouldn't be so engaged in healing our wounds and we wouldn't be so excited to help other people heal their wounds. So I want to go through really quick some characteristics of wounded healers. And if you identify with this, that's awesome. If not, maybe think of someone who you know is a wounded healer because this is something that I so (laughs) deeply identify with, which also as I'm saying that, I'm like, that's my ego trying to identify with my wounds. Like I am way more than my wounds and my negative experiences. So concepts of a wounded healer. The first one's empathy. So you have a heightened sense of empathy and compassion because you know what it's like to to struggle and you can relate to other people's experiences on that deep and profound level. The next characteristic of a wounded healer is authenticity. And this is something that is my like biggest value in life is just being myself and being authentic because in order to heal people in the way with the wounds that you've experienced, you have to be vulnerable and authentic in the wounds that you have. You can't heal people without confronting the wounds that you have that relate you to those people. And part of being a wounded healer is being relatable to the people that you're healing and being, and you need to be vulnerable in order to reveal why you relate, if that makes sense. (laughs) And A big part with authenticity is when you're really authentic, people feel like they can trust you and they feel safe sharing their experiences as well. And this is a huge thing I see as a nurse is I am like through and through authentic. Like even on my worst days, I'm I'm coming in as myself because that is something that I really care about. And I've always felt that people just trusted me inherently, that they open up to me about their trauma, that they you know, they pull me aside, even if I'm not their nurse, even if I'm not their staff member, they will be like, Sydney, can I talk to you? Because I show up in a way that's authentic. Another aspect of a wounded healer is insight. And so because you've struggled, because you have this experience, like for me, I have so much experience with suicidal thoughts. (laughs) I'm like laughing because it's kind of uncomfortable to talk about, but I have insight to help people that have suicidal thoughts because I have been there and I understand, you know, the struggle, the emotional struggle that comes with it. I understand how you can recover and you can transform yourself and you can live an abundant, happy, joyful life 
even when you literally never thought that was possible. So a wounded healer can offer insight. And as I'm going through this, I'm just getting so frustrated with the way that our society is set up because like we can help each other. We can help ourselves heal because we know what it's like to struggle and to have pain and suffering. And in, in any area of life, like this doesn't have to even be physical health. If you know what it's like to be in thousands of dollars in debt, you can help people who are in that experience. If you know what it's like to grieve, you can help people in that process. And it's it's frustrating to me because like this is th- this would help us feel more connected to each other. This would help us feel less alone and... And I just wish that that this was talked about more. I feel like I say that every episode, but I really wish that our our world focused on healing and bettering ourselves and personal growth and self-awareness and discovery versus how much can I produce? There's this saying that I've heard a plethora of times. You are a human being, not a human doing. You are a human being, not a human doing. There is that being and that spirit inside of you That is your reason to be alive, not what you can do, what you can produce, what you can make. And I want to talk about like a spiritual practice. It's not about doing more. It's absolutely not about doing more because most of us don't need more on our plate. It's about doing what we're doing with the awareness of that being inside ourselves, of that spirit. That is a spiritual practice. Okay. That was a long tangent, but I was feeling it, okay? Um, The next aspect of a wounded healer, we have two more, is resilience. Obviously, you have to be resilient because you faced challenges that have caused these wounds and you've overcome them. And so that is the aspect of resilience that you can share with other people. And the last aspect of wounded healer that I think is very important is non-judgment. So... You need to come from a place of non-judgment if you are going to be in the healing practices because people will not open up to you and they will not trust you if they feel that you are judging them. And it's important that you understand where someone else is coming from and it's hard to understand and get to that level of connection if you are judging at the same time. So a big aspect of a wounded healer is the fact that you are non-judgmental so that people can feel open to you healing them basically in whatever way that that is. And I want to say that, you know, the wounded healer is a definition that is, it's different throughout different practices and, and texts, but it's the concept that I want to talk about. It's, it's how can we take our journey to help others help themselves? And I really feel that I'm able to do this because I have all of my own struggles and I want to help you help yourself. I want to help you find that spirit inside of you. I want to help you make meaning of the life that you're in to have that purpose. And it's like, okay, great. We know what all this stuff is. How how do we move forward? How do we heal ourselves? A way that I want to help you understand yourself and spirituality is by talking about vibrational frequency. And this really hits for some people and this really makes other people roll their eyes. So if you are in the latter category, if you find yourself being a little judgy, a little skeptical, I really encourage you to listen through this because this is literally how the world works and it's backed by science. So I know that it can sound a little woo-woo, but bear with me because this is something that I really resonate with and I've really been diving into in like the last two years. So basically... I will attach something in the show notes 
that has a vibrational frequency chart and everything energetically down to our atoms to our molecules vibrates at a certain frequency and a way to help you understand this is let's say you're around a group of people and these people are negative and they're complaining but you're in a great mood and you walk in and you're like I'm ready to have a good good night and you walk around these people and they're complaining and they're just being low vibe and you can literally feel yourself get drained being around these people that is because you can only vibrate at the highest frequency of someone around you so if someone is like let's say it's a zero to ten scale you're coming in at like an eight you feel great and you hang out with someone who's at a two you cannot vibrate higher than a two when you're with somebody else that's how this energy works And like I said, I know it sounds a little woo-woo, but this is an episode on spirituality, okay? So let me get into it. Okay, so basically at the bottom of our scale, we have things like shame, unworthiness, powerlessness. That is at the bottom. And then as we work our way up, our vibe increases a little bit. So we have guilt and insecurity is a little bit higher. Then apathy and depression is a little bit higher than that. We have fear, we have grief, jealousy, desire, hatred, anger, rage, blame, worry, doubt, overwhelm. And the last part of the lower vibe scale is frustration, irritation, and impatience. And I talk about this in my podcast about mental health because the symptoms of mental health disorders, depression, anxiety, fear, trauma, guilt, shame, those are all relating to your vibrational frequency. And this has to do with your spirit and within yourself. And if you can recognize, okay, I'm at a lower frequency than I would like to be, there are steps that you can do to heal yourself and to help raise your vibration. So as we go up, about the middle of the scale is neutrality, boredom. And I think that's pretty cool because I think people would assume the boredom's like pretty low vibe, but it it's neutral. I think that's cool. Moving up, we have willingness, we have hope, optimism, reason, enthusiasm, joy. And as we keep going up, we have peace, we have enlightenment. Towards the top, which actually kind of surprised me, we have gratitude. So gratitude is a higher vibration than joy and peace, which I think is really cool because gratitude is something that we can practice. Even if we don't feel well, like let's say we feel really low vibe, we can practice gratitude and it immediately increases our vibration. So I'm going to say three things I'm grateful for because I realized in the beginning I said I was going to and I didn't. So three things that I'm grateful for that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm grateful for candles. I love the calming flame and the scent. It feels so cozy. I'm grateful for cats. I honestly really didn't like appreciate cats until right before I got one. And I love cats. They're so cool. Also, cats are spiritual beings, but that's a tangent for another time. Um, the third thing I am grateful for is sunshine. Sunshine is a great way to raise your vibration, which we'll get into, but those are three things I'm grateful for. After saying them, I already feel higher vibe. I already feel more positive and upbeat. So I want you to pause this episode and name three things that you're grateful for. And when you're saying it, feel it in your, in your body, feel it in your spirit, what it feels like to be grateful because you'll most likely feel better after You might not feel completely better, but you definitely won't feel worse. And that's something that I think is really cool about different healing practices is you most likely won't feel worse, so you might as well try it. Okay, from gratitude, we have freedom, empowerment, appreciation. And then at the very top of the vibrational frequency scale is true consciousness. And this is something like nirvana in Buddhism or like pure enlightenment. This is just 
true consciousness. And this is what I like to work towards on my spiritual journey. And, and part of that is being aware of what's going on, appreciating what you have, feeling empowered. So that is the vibrational frequency scale. Take it if you like it. If you don't, let it flow. Whatever. So I share this with you so that you can recognize, okay, where am I on this scale, right? You could be in the in the in the low frequency or you could work towards expansiveness and abundance and it's important to know where you're at so then you can know what to do right so how can you raise your vibration you may ask well i already shared gratitude is one of them i really recommend a gratitude practice and all of these things that i'm going to share you can pick and choose what you like from it and that can be your spiritual practice and it's important to have a spiritual practice so you are aware of what's going on in your inner being and you can help you help yourself, right? So take what take what resonates. If you like some of these things, incorporate them into your spiritual practice. Try to do them every day and see how you feel. See how aware you are of your spirit. See how your mental health is after that. I mean, literally the worst thing you can do is try. Like you can try and if it doesn't help, it doesn't help, whatever. But I guarantee you I'm sharing this for a reason. Like <laughs> This works and I know it works in my life and I know that there's evidence of it working in others' lives. So what are other ways we can raise our vibration or keep our mental health well? If you're like, this vibration talk is not me, how can I stay mentally well? That's basically what I'm talking about because the higher vibe you are, the better your mental health is. So a reason, another thing I want to share that I already kind of talked about is being outside in the sunshine, being around nature. And I find that I have you know, kind of like profound epiphanies when I'm on a hike in nature and I'm surrounded by all of these gorgeous sights. So that was a way you can raise your vibration. Also, music. I am very susceptible to energy outside of me, right? If someone's in a bad mood, it takes effort for me to not take on their emotions. If I'm listening to sad music, nine times out of 10, I will become sad listening to music. So music is a great way for me to either keep my vibe high or to boost my mood if I'm not feeling great because I'm so susceptible to the energy around me. So I have this and you can have your own like happy playlist, whatever. I have a high vibe playlist. I will link it below. And it's basically, I found this new area of like Spotify that I really like. That's basically like affirmation music. So it's like, you know, um, you're getting your affirmations in. It's a song and it's also like just makes you feel good. And so this playlist is like things like that, but also like Lizzo and just happy music. And usually I'll listen to this on my way to work because um, at 6 a.m. I'm not feeling super motivated to go work 12 plus hours. So I listen to my high vibe playlist and then I'm like, I'm in the best mood. It's going to be a great day. I'm feeling very happy, very peaceful, very grateful. So and I encourage you, you can either make your own playlist or there's tons of playlists out there already made. Just try it out and see how you feel. Okay. The next thing that you can do to raise your vibration or to have a spiritual practice is meditate. And I say meditate and also have a mindfulness practice because meditating is a mindfulness practice. So basically the practice of meditation is sitting with yourself and your thoughts and paying attention to what's going on inside of you. And that can really help you get to know your inner being. And then you can take mindfulness, whether it's during a meditation or maybe you're mindful eating or you're going on a mindfulness walk that helps you be aware of the thoughts in your head and how you're feeling. And that tunes you into yourself, into your spirit. The next thing I want to say is healthy eating 
And this is complicated for me because of my history with an eating disorder, but um, eating well really does keep you well mentally and it keeps your vibration higher. So this could be fruits and vegetables. I'm not saying to restrict anything. I'm saying include whole foods, include fruits and vegetables. And also like there's so many aspects of health that I feel like our society doesn't focus on as much as like weight, but getting a good sleep routine is something that is really good for your mind, your body, your spirit, all of it. Okay. Good sleep routine, eat healthy and hydrate as well. I know that this isn't like groundbreaking new evidence, but hydrating keeps you well because otherwise you could be in pain or you could be irritable because you're thirsty. Um, another way to raise your vibration is to exercise. I just exercise actually midway through this podcast. I like lost one of the recordings that I thought was like super fire. It didn't save for whatever reason and I was pissed. So I took a break and then I exercised and then now I feel like I'm coming back into the podcast with better ideas and I'm more um, like I'm clear as to what I, I want to say because I exercised and that helped me raise my vibration. Um, also creativity. So I recently have been getting more and more creative. I think it's something I've been prioritizing more and it's been so much fun. This could be anything, okay? You can write, you can paint, you can you can design things, you can sing. Oh my gosh. I love when people share their singing. Like if you are one of those people that is gatekeeping your talent, please stop. Like please just let us see your content. Let us let us hear you if you play an instrument. If you on, being creative can even be like daydreaming and coming up with random scenarios in your head. You could make up stories. You could do photography, anything. Being creative really raises your vibration and it helps you like enjoy life, which is a big part of our mental health is that feeling of fulfillment of purpose. And the last thing I want to say for your spiritual practice is self-care. This can be like anything. Okay. And I want to include like energy healing practices. So this could be Reiki. This could be aligning your chakras. This could be yoga. This could be um, acupuncture works for some people. I include in my energy practice uh, massage. I get a massage once a month because it is absolutely beneficial for me. It's a form of self-care. And there's, I mean, there's so many forms of self-care. You can take a bath. You can do a face mask. You can take a nap. Taking a nap is a great way to raise your vibration. Trust me, I know. I, From personal experience, I'm a big napper. Um, Also, the last thing I want to end on is a form of self-care is boundaries. And if you haven't listened to my episodes on boundaries, there's a part one, there's part two. And I talk about different categories of boundaries and I talk about spiritual boundaries because that is a way to protect your energy and to protect your peace. And so if you're like, okay, I know nothing about boundaries, give that episode a listen. I also have an episode on gratitude, which if mental health and this stuff is new to you, if you haven't listened to it yet. I highly recommend it. It was one of my first episodes. I kind of go into the evidence and the science of it. And that is just one way to help you help yourself. And so I really appreciate you listening. I appreciate you sticking it out. And I really am glad that I have a space where I can talk about spirituality because it's something that I think is so exciting. I think it's so, I, I just think it's awesome. And I love having spiritual conversations with people. I love being able to share you know, my thoughts about it. And I know that everyone's relationship with themselves is different. 
and their relationship with the world around them is different. And that's kind of why I love talking about spirituality because it's so unique for everybody, but it is something that is at the core of our well-being. If you felt if you felt super disconnected from yourself, if you feel like you are struggling, if you are dealing with fear and grief and rage and all of this stuff, it's because you're not connected to yourself. It's because there's something going on that you need to heal from. And how exciting that I can be someone that has struggled. I can be someone that has had pain and suffering and I have healed myself. I mean, to the best of my ability, I'm still working on it. You know, it doesn't end. But I can help other people help themselves based on the horrible things that I've experienced. And it really just... (laughs) I'm like grateful to have had these struggles, which at the time... I had no idea why I was struggling. I had no idea why these bad things were happening. I couldn't make meaning of it. And it was just, it it felt hopeless. And now on the other side of these really negative experiences in my life, nothing lights me up more than helping other people go through something that I went through. And so I encourage you and I'll leave you with this. If you have wounds, I mean, don't we all? Okay, let me rephrase. Look at your wounds, look at your trauma, and look at the ways that you have been hurt in this life. How can you make meaning of that? And then how can you help somebody else? That's really what I want to leave you with is how can you become the wounded healer and not only heal yourself through the spiritual practices that we talked about, but then how can you take what you've learned and help other people? Because this world needs healers. This world needs you. This world needs your lessons that you've learned from your experiences. You would not have been given these experiences for no reason. You were gifted these lessons. You were gifted this struggle and this pain so that you can transform it and help yourself and help other people. And I believe that with every fiber in my being. I just know it to be true. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode of You Are the Healer. I appreciate you tuning in every episode. I appreciate you sharing the podcast. I appreciate you engaging in all of the ways that you can through my Instagram, through my TikTok, at Sydney Rinder for mostly everything. I appreciate you clicking the links in all of the show notes. And I really appreciate you showing up for yourself because whether you listen to this podcast because you're a friend of mine or whatever reason, you are bettering yourself by listening to this. And that is something to commend yourself for. If you didn't love yourself, if there wasn't a part of you that loved yourself, then you wouldn't show up listening to this podcast. And I just want to leave you with, I love you. I believe in you. And most importantly, I believe in your ability to help yourself. Until next time, take care. Quick disclaimer that all the views expressed in You Are the Healer are my own. They are not a substitute for any legal, professional, mental health advice. It is just educational purposes and me sharing my experiences. This podcast is not intended to replace any professional medical or mental health advice.